It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Meow 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 That's right guys. We're doing cats. Meow. Um yeah, so okay. I just I I want to sort of I really want to have like an actual discussion about cats because I do think that Me I, too. I wasn't suggesting that we weren't going. No to. one does it. This no is, one's talking is, about this fucking movie. Well, they they are. Oh, no, they, I agree. But they're I'm, talking about it in a way that actually is kind of annoying me a little bit. Fuck these people. We're going to take cats well, seriously. It's just it's well th- that and also you heard our opening. <laughs> that and also I just want to say that um, I was talking to to Mel about this last night that we're in a very weird kind of slipstream of. People that are like, I like cats. I hate those people. But they don't. But well, no, they, they, they like the movie in an, in this ironic way where they're just like, I really, you know, like I like it. Or they, I, I start. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. Before you say this stuff, because okay. this is all important, okay. and I agree with you. Okay. We need to have a real conversation. <laughs> but let's start by setting the stage. In 2019, <laughs> a movie called Cats came out. Based on the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, based on T.S. Eliot's poems. One of the most successful musicals in the history of Broadway. Based on poems that T.S. Eliot wrote wrote for kids. High on opium as a joke. Yep. (laughs) Well, I mean, I know it was a joke. As a joke. Like, like, you'll hear some revisionist shit that these were beloved poems. These were not beloved poems. These are jokes. These are terrible poems that T.S. Eliot would say are terrible. And it made for a terrible musical. 
on Broadway, like truly one of the worst experiences you can have. You've seen the musical. I have. Okay. And we, uh, we differ a little bit on that side, but we'll it's continue. It's terrible. And the music is horrible with the exception of memory. Um, and it could not have made a, a good movie no matter what. And I st- said that before and I say it now. Uh, I took my two kids, my older kids, seven year olds. This, um, Rollins, my son only saw it because he's my good friend and he was willing to do it with me. <laughs> And Phil said I had to see it. And well, because I wanted to do this episode. I know. And Layla, my daughter, truly wanted to see it. Was excited from the moment she saw the um, trailer. Trailer. Huge Taylor Swift fan. Loves Jason Derulo. Like it really. Did you even get to Taylor? Nope. And it, it really works. Yeah. Spoiler. For her. Kenny was the one who didn't make it through this. Layla, uh, I, I, I was texting Phil some things. He was. Rollins. I was. I was in. I went to see Little Women for a second time, so I yes, missed these texts. Which my kids I... watched three times and loved. So oh, they, they have good the taste. The best. But I was, I was texting Phil some things Rollins was saying during the movie. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty solid. Um, just like we, I mean, we we are one of six people in this theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, and it's so good. He said, first he said. I thought cats were always supposed to land on their feet. He said, why do they keep saying jellical? He said, what is this supposed to be? Um, All All good points. All good good points. points. So he was super into it and he hated it so much Mm -hmm. that he has decided to buy a notebook. Okay. To watch movies only to point out the things that he shouldn't do when he makes his own movies. Oh, okay. And he can't wait to watch cats again to say all the things he shouldn't do. Layla I mean, there's lots. was brutally disappointed, hated it with all her heart, uh, and begged me to leave 45 minutes in. And I tried to keep her going. But after Gus the Theater Cat. Gus the Theater Cat. Uh, there's a moment in this movie where uh, when, when Gus the Theater Cat is introduced and Ian McKellen is lapping at a, at a bowl of milk. Yeah. That's his introduction. Yeah. And someone in the theater behind me said, what a fucking pro. That's funny. That's a funny line, but you saw it at the Rowdy show. So I saw a Rowdy screening of it at the Alamo, uh, which feels like the only way to see this movie. Uh, if you are sober, yes. The other way sure, to see it is, is, is super high. You're super high. And then uh, as I'm, I think I sent you an article in Washington Post yesterday. All the high did, people. All the high people talking about it, um, which which really uh, is, is kind of a fascinating uh, <laughs> exploration into sort of – uh, how people see movies. I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting to hear people talk about like, um, one person said in this article, uh, here are a couple of their reviews. The most terrifying experience of my life. I swear to God, my, uh, my soul escaped me, uh, cried both times, planning on going two more times, vomited four times, but ultimately understood the film on a deep level. There's a lot of people that are sort of seeing this film through strange, means yes do you keep going with your rowdy screening explain what that is so okay the alamo did something uh where basically you can go and see this movie with a bunch of people dressed up as cats most of the people in our theater were uh they had special beverages in little uh cat dishes that you could i hate everybody (laughs) all right all right all right no keep going you you and i are the only people that are seeing this with with clear Clear, well no i mean i saw it with i saw it with Past and future guests, Alice and Akel and Ashley yeah. Lyle. Like, it wasn't like we didn't go and see it with our eyes open, but, uh, it was an enjoyable experience because you could have fun with it. You could talk out loud a little bit. It wasn't full Mystery Science Theater 3000. Like, it wasn't, people were allowing things to transpire. We were watching the movie, but periodically you had like the guy next to me scream, how big is a cat? Like just scale is all fucked in this movie. You're just like, sometimes they're the size of mice. Sometimes they're the size of a building. Like it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the conversation that, or what I sort of 
left the theater thinking was that this movie exists in some sort of space where there were moments where it's like, this is state of the art special effects or the worst special effects I've ever seen on film. Yeah, I, close. I, I agree with that. Like somehow this movie vacillates between being really competently made and so incompetently made that you're you're shocked that it exists. There are moments where it looks like the face is floating independently <laughs> of, of the, the body. body. Not the head, uh, just the face. Uh, and that uh, happens all the time. All the time. Anything the feet are never touching the floor. Anything that's not a close-up, that happens. And the close-ups look amazing. Um, for the most part. For the most part. All right. So let's And talk. there's lots of close-ups. There's too many close-ups. All right. Here's the other thing. No one – all I was going to say – I was going to move on. But no one saw Cats except everybody on film Twitter. So the only people who've seen Cats are people who listen to this fucking podcast. Yeah. It's, it's going to lose like $170 million. My, yeah. I was really upset with their lost fan too. That's great. All right. Go ahead. I, 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 I was rooting for Cats by the way. No, I know. And so was past and future guest Molly Green, who bet me that it was going to make a profit. Mm. Um, I thought it might. She bet me soup, though. So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> an appropriate bet if I've ever heard one. Um, she bet me soup. <laughs> it is a very, very, very strange film. It should not exist. I'm not sitting here writing for it. I'm not saying that it's great. But I'm saying that I kind of – Love that it exists. I don't know how else to explain the fact that that this thing, this weird fucking thing, made it through the studio system, made it through what we know to be a series of checks and balances and rings you have to jump through, and talk, it exists. Talk about the slip screen, this the, the slipstream thing uh-huh. you were talking about. Before. Yeah, yeah. Which, well, you which, do. which, which, which were the, the idea of you, these you, two. Were, you were going into a rant that I was really appreciating about, about the slipstream nature of mm-hmm. the criticism of this movie. Yes. Okay. I have thoughts too. I, I'm, I, okay. I, I don't know how to sort of articulate this, but I'm going to try, which is that I, I think that it's a punchline. It's become a punchline. And people are kind of weaponizing that in ways that I don't fully appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love, for instance, there's this guy on Facebook that I'm friends with who I used to be an assistant with back at UTA. And he put a status up that said, cats, I enjoyed it more than The Last Jedi. That is just trolling horseshit, if you ask me. That's someone that's, that's hitting you where you live. That is hitting me where I live a little this bit. This man is talking to me with a directed by Ryan Johnson shirt on. I am, I am, I am wearing that right now. I do love The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my love has only grown in, in its esteem post uh, Rise of Skywalker. But um, that seems like that was directed at you. And I'm not just saying that. Truly. It, it seems felt like this, a little bit like this that. person absolutely – And I got into it a little bit with this person on Facebook. Um now I'm and no I, longer on Facebook. I'm, would I have been friends with this person or is this person an no, assistant after would, me? Yeah, okay. this person was after you. Um, and I don't engage on Facebook really anymore, certainly in this kind of stuff. Um, but that status just felt like, you know, an offense that needed to be rectified. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of a little bit of that. That to me really kind of encapsulates this argument on Twitter, a little bit of people being like, isn't it funny? I like cats. It's like, you don't really like cats. You're just saying it because you think it's funny to do it. And I agree with you. 
but I there were moments when I sort of found myself saying, first of all, I want to go on record and say this. I saw the musical with the with the staff of Station 19 probably eight months ago, something like that. Um, and uh, I don't understand how it was ever a thing. My stepmother saw Cats eight times in the theater, six or eight times in the theater. Um, not the movie, the play. Yeah. It was a fucking hit. At the time, yes, it was the biggest hit in Broadway Which history. I kind of understand. I don't, but... But I'll just say why I, I think... I, I, well, I'm sorry, Phil. Yeah. I understand it in that yes. Broadway is a tourist, tourist yes. attraction, yeah, yeah, yeah. and go to Broadway, see Cats was a thing for 10 years. Absolutely. And it was easy to see it. It was in, in its own way, it sort of felt like I had friends who lived in New York when rent was up mm-hmm. and they would just like go see rent in the afternoon. Like it was just a thing they just go and see it. And it was easy to see and it was relatively, you know. And it, there's, there's revisionist history on rent to some extent. Um, and I understand that, but rent is challenging and Phantom is somewhat challenging. Sure. Cats, um, is, Cats is challenging in its own way. Cats is horrible. <laughs> Cats is unchallenging. Cats is Cats is proto American Idol, but the winner goes to the heaviside layer. It's <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. I, it's a bad thing. It's, a, it's, it's I'm truly. Okay, I, I, I'm not the like most terrible thing. Now it wouldn't be so bad, okay? Because it is, it is the same basic setup as one of my three favorite plays. I mean, musicals of all time, a chorus line. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. A chorus, a chorus line with cats is a series of people coming up and telling you why who they, they are, the yeah. why they should get the part through song. The difference is, <laughs> the songs are incredible, mm-hmm. almost to a song. They're incredible. Mm-hmm. They're deeply emotionally re- rev- um, relevant. They're not just like I ride the railways, um, or whatever it is. They're not just they're not just like my name is Skimble Shanks, he, but he's a railway cat, so he's, he has to. I mean, yeah, I'm Skimble Skimble Shanks. I didn't even get the fucking Skimble Shanks. But I missed out. I'm a pair of pants. Let I me tell magical you, Mister Mistopheles. There's never been a cat like me. That's it. But there's not, never been a cat like me. But he's not wrong. Is the thing. See, you're one of these people, Phil. I'm not. You are a secret I, cat stand. I'm not a secret <clears throat> cat stand. But I'll say this. I think that. There are a couple bangers. There is a banger. There are a couple songs and that I are actually – a good job with it. Wow. Not who I would have guessed. Uh, I mean that's fine. Uh, I, I'm just – just because it's it's kind of necessary for for everyone to hear a little bit of it. That's my least favorite casting in the, in the movie. Listen, it's it's so bad. <laughs> it's not good, but there's something there that's so kind of batshit. And there's a couple like it does there's a couple hooks. Like I was a little surprised. Like they do say like right. the Mr. Mistopheles song, which admittedly goes they literally say, Oh well, there never ever, ever, ever was a cat so clever as magical machine. This song fucking <laughs> sucks. This song sucks. All right, These all suck. Okay. I, I agree. Right, now, I, I, you I, know I, I'm not like right, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's stupid. I feel like I feel like like a scold. 
I feel like I am having no fun. But let me explain to the world why I am having no fun and why I'm a skull. In this moment? Right now? No, I'm having a lot of fun in this moment, but I'm not having fun with cats. I understand. Because cats is not deserving of your fun. Of your, not my fun. It's not deserving of this thing people are giving it. It's not deserving of this so bad it's good thing. This thing is a monolith. This thing is a billion dollar property. This thing is, is, it's, it's Tom Hooper. It's fucking universal. I hear that. Like this is not, this is not like punching, this is, it's not punching up. It's not punching down. It's just this fucking piece of trash that was always a piece of trash and that I think people are pushing themselves. I think the thing that's bothering me about it is my sense is that people desperately want to have a so bad it's good moment. But what they're missing is this is just so bad. I'm going to play devil's advocate just really quickly and just say this. I think that's a completely valid argument. I'm not in any way suggesting that it's not. I think there's something to be said for the enjoyment that some people are getting out of the fact that this thing that won a bazillion Tonys that made billions of dollars worldwide turned into such a terrible movie. And I think it's not that it's so bad it's good, but there is something to be said for how sort of let – me, let me give you a window into – I let, don't think that's what it is. But let me give you a window into, into just for a brief second my thought process – during the development of this thing. When it was announced they were doing Cats and that Tom Hooper was directing it, I thought, this is a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. Right out of the gate. And I remember sitting in the Station 19 writer's room being like, they're making a Cats movie. I can't believe they're doing this. And everyone just being like, okay, fine. I was like, I guess they're all going to be wearing these leotards and makeup and it's going to be terrible. Then they announced this mocap. And I was like, oh my God, this is so much worse than I could ever imagine. Then the trailer comes out and it is so much worse. It's like a fucking horror nightmare vision of it because he doesn't understand how to do the technology or they just didn't have the money or the time to be able to fully execute it in the way that he at least saw in his head. Also not his fault. No such, no good thing as cats. Go ahead. But no, there's no good cats. So all of this being said, there's a part of me that watched this movie and had moments where I thought, okay, I could see how this could have worked. Despite the fact that I know you don't like the property. I'm putting that aside and just saying like that there's moments it opens in a way that's actually relatively dynamic. I hated it. Uh, That's fine. But I'm just saying like it opens in a way that made me go like, okay, I sort of see what he was going for here. It doesn't work, but I kind of sort of understand what he was going for. And I'm not writing for it. I'm not sitting. I, I know I'm sort of sitting on the fence on this thing. I'm just trying to sort of process this thing in a way that feels I get interesting. It. So here's the thing. The, the, the one kind of moment where I was like, it should have all been this moment. Yeah. That I saw was the Jason Derulo performance in the, in the, in the old milk shop <laughs> with the lights. And that made me think. Why didn't Julie Taymor direct this, or Joel Schumacher, or Julie Taymor? I'm, I mean, I'm just or Baz Luhrmann. Like, but there's a bunch you, of people that could. It's done it. Baz would never direct anything like this terrible, but he would never. He would never waste his time. Like, yeah. but but, and like, I'm not throwing shade at Julie Taymor, but like, I'm just saying, like, the best version of this would have been her version, and almost would have made me more uncomfortable. Sure, it was actually good. Yeah. Like because the music's so bad and the idea. Oh, is so Julie Tamer would have made it 
a nightmare in a completely different way. She, she would have made it look – she would have yeah, done all yeah. the technical things right. Of course, right. of course. And that's kind of the thing that like – I agree. That's the thing that like the, that, that that bothers me about the whole thing that like there is these – there are these things in in this I, – I, I'm going to make this point. And <laughs> I, I, the idea that what you said mm. in the Station 19 room when you're like they're making a Cats movie I can't believe and everyone's like ah. – Everyone was like, let's see. And then it comes out and it's trash. It was always going to be trash because it's trash. So that, so now the, the thing that's happening is people are kind of like, and I saw some good reviews for it where they're like, oh no, it's actually like this, like a uh, subversive masterpiece. Well, that's just not, that's, un, that's just false. But, but I do think that there's something I wonder, and who the fuck knows what the future of this movie is. It, they certainly are, I think. What, they're getting over their skis already with the whole like it's a cult classic and it's going to play for a million years and everyone's going to go see cats as rowdy things and dress up as cats. I'm like maybe, but I think ultimately this is just a weird thing that that kind of landed in our laps. Some people are getting high, some people are just having fun with their friends, and it'll will have forgot about it in five years. I hate its existence in a way I can't explain. All right. Um, did you still want to do? No, I'm too angry. Let's leave. Really. No, of course not. Okay. Let's do it. I'm not even angry. I'm right. happy. I'm, so we're going to do our, our Oscar nomination guesses, our predictions for the 2019 Oscars real quick because ultimately I don't think anything – I mean I have a couple quote-unquote surprises, but like I think we're – I think most of these are pretty foregone conclusions. All right. I need to preface mine. Okay. By saying I have seen almost no movies this year. <laughs> so this is – well, no, this is a good thing. Okay. Because the Oscars, after listening to the best pick – yeah, not the best. The best pick – which yeah. is the best podcast and also Little Gold Men. Yeah. And being an Oscar watcher mm-hmm. and prognosticator mm-hmm. for my entire life. Yeah. The Oscars have nothing to do with quality. Oscars have everything to do with narrative. Sadly, this is true. Um, to a certain degree. So I am – But on a nomination level, but on a winner level for sure. Well, on a nomination level too to some extent. So I am – my predictions are almost entirely narrative-based. I have no biases but to movies I like or want to see there. I'm not trying to put anything I like because I only saw four. I have a mix. I, I, of course you do because you, how could I've you I've seen not, all of these. Movies. How can you not be biased once you've seen the movies? I and see what tra- you're getting. Okay. So, do you want to start with screenplay? Uh, sure. And work our way up to picture? Yeah. Let's right, do it. So best adapted? Best adapted. The nominees will be. Okay. The Irishman. Okay. The Little Women. Okay. The Joker. Mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And Hustlers. That's what I picked. Those same exact four, five? Mm-hmm. Look at us. Original screenplay. Yep. I'm going to do these ones. Go for it. Uh, Marriage Story, Noah Baumbach, 1917, Sam Mendes and Christy Wilson-Carnes, Ryan Johnson for Knives Out, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and the Safdie Brothers for Uncut Gems. You definitely picked one you wanted there, and you definitely left out one that will be there. Okay. You left out Parasite. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, yeah, I did. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I did. You left out Parasite. I just think Uncut Gems is doing very, very well. And it's, it's, it feels to me like it's going to get some noms. So I, uh, my five, I, you, we definitely crossed on two. Okay. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, A Marriage Story. Uh-huh. Did you have Knives Out? I did. So we crossed on three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My other two were Parasite. Mm-hmm. And the one that I think it might be, I didn't see this movie, but it feels a little like this might be the momentum movie, The Farewell. I have The Farewell and I have two nominations for The Farewell. So that that I think is my momentum movie. Kind of like uh So what are you what did you Roma a little bit last year? I left out uh Uncut Gems okay. and I left out 1917, <laughs> which was the hardest to leave out. But something to Uncut Gems, I don't think is going to get nominated. The uh, 1917 was, was, I, my sense is, I don't think it's going to have that Green Book trajectory, but we'll see. What? Where it goes all the way to best. Wait, oh, sorry. You think, you don't think 1917 has I don't it? I think so. Okay. Let's we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, best Supporting Actress? My turn. Laura Dern. Mm hmm. Scarlett Johansson. Jennifer Lopez. Wait, Scarlett Johansson for what? For Jojo Rabbit. Interesting. Um, okay. So you think she's getting two nominations? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. Zhao Shuzhen. Uh, I had J Lo, Laura Dern, uh, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, mm-hmm. um, Meryl Streep for Little Women, and Zhao for The Farewell. Interesting. <clears throat> I think it will be Florence Pugh. I, now that might be me having seen the movie. That might be my one bias. But my, I love her in the movie. Just to be clear, I just there's a part of me that feels like she's. I agree that she's kind of the it girl right now. Yeah. So that could get her the nomination. I think people but, want to nominate her. Yeah. Am I right? That's my narrative sense. Okay. Sporting actor is on you. Uh, Tom Hanks for It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Al Pacino for The Irishman. Joe Pesci for The Irishman. Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Kang Ho Song for Parasite. Five for five. Five for five. There you go. Uh, director. Director. Boone Jung Ho, mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. Sam Mendes, mm-hmm. no bomb back, no yeah, ladies. I, I put I put Greta in there. I think it was one or the other, and ultimately I decided to put no bomb back. Yeah, I, I'm. I, this is the this is my. There's two kind of big questions that I have going into it. I don't know if the narrative that has been thrust rightfully no females in the golden globe nominations, uh, no diversity in the BAFTAs that came out this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what, how the Oscars play that out. Now, it's possible that they just don't hear any of it. And it just goes in one ear or the other. There's another version where little women, which is doing very well at the box office and is getting a real kind of wind in its sales moment that it gets a whole swath of nominations and Greta is able to get a nomination out of that. I don't know. I listened to the little gold men Golden Globe predictions, preview, yeah, prediction yeah. episode. 
And they seem to think that Marriage Story has been memed, memefied into oblivion. And well, that's that's Joanna Robinson's take. I love Joanna Robinson, former guest. Yeah, I think she's wrong. I kind of agree. I think Mike Hogan is right. I think they are too extremely online. And I think that what I, I I've heard from a lot of rank and file human beings, yeah, who are not in the industry, yep. that Marriage Story is their favorite movie and the most I loved devastating it. thing they've seen. Have you watched it? <laughs> um, again, this is all about narrative. Seen any of these <laughs> the only movies I've seen are The Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Little Women, and Ford versus Ferrari. Those okay. are the only potential okay. movies. I've uh, seen. Yeah, I, don't, I, I the answer to to what we're sort of discussing here is. Who I, I I thought Little Women was DOA. Um, it was not doing well in any of its The box skills. office helps. The box office goes a huge, huge – it goes a long way. Uh, best Actress, I have Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Lupita Nyong'o for Us, Renee Zellweger for Judy, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, and Aquafina for The Farewell. Um, I don't have Lupita. I have Cynthia Riva. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems more like – it seems a more it seems a more likely nominee to me. I um, would have said the same thing if Lupita hadn't got a whole bunch of she got sad. Uh, she got a she got a handful of of uh, critic circles, um, and I think that she's great in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, did see that movie. It was the first screener that everybody got. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's if if the movie's going to be nominated, it's, it's her. I would love to see her get nominated. Took my She's bite. so good in that movie. So good in like the kind of role I want to be nominated, sure. the kind of movie I want to be nominated, like a movie I actually enjoy. I have not seen Harriet, um, so I can't speak to, to whether or not I Cynthia either. is good in it. I'm, I'm sure she's very good. But again, took my biases out and my sense is um, it's a more serious role, and yeah. a more serious movie. I get um, it. The kind of thing I think that people feel really good about I get giving, it. Their, giving their vote towards. Yep. Um, less so. Was to that the us. only person that you were different on this list? Yep. Oh, there you go. Best actor. Do it. This is an exciting kind of roster. It's kind of a deep it roster. Could be an interesting. This could go a lot of different ways. It could go a lot of different ways. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Sure. Eddie Murphy. Leo. Oh, interesting. Adam Driver. And Robert De Niro. Wow. Yeah, we we differ on this one. Uh, I said Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Taron Egerton for Rocket Man. So our differences are Sandler. Yep. In my sense, is Uncut Gems has no momentum. You think it has momentum? Taron, which is fine. Okay. Uh, Taron Egerton um, could be nominated. It I, doesn't is, have the Rami Malek thing to me. I but. totally agree with you. I will say this: he is playing the game. He is in. He is just doing the circuit, and he really, really wants this thing. Mm-hmm. And I, he's not going to win, but I think that perhaps all of his hard work gets him a nomination. But I could be wrong. I hard work on the screen and also by you know glad handing and doing. Yeah, I might be wrong. You might be right. Uh, I mean, no, I think like. Everyone would love to see Sandler nominated, but I, I think everyone, everyone would love to see Sandler nominated, but he was nominated for Meyerowitz, which he, he was incredible in. He was not. He was not nominated yeah. for that movie. and he. It, but that he, movie was under sort of a cloud of allegations against Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, it's true, but he still was incredible. And like, No, he's very good in it. I think that, I mean, here's, I, I don't know. I mean, not, look, yeah, Rami Malek won an Oscar for a movie directed by rapists. So like. No, I, I hear that. I'll say this. I think that Uncut Gems is... 
I was having lunch with a friend of mine uh, with alleged past and future. What? Oh, alleged star. like my friend is not an alleged. Oh, sorry. I don't. Uh, I was having lunch with um, with a friend, and he said that his mom loved Uncut Gems, and I think that Uncut Gems is hitting with a demo that people aren't thinking about. My my mom really liked it. Really? My stepmother saw it twice. I think. I think that the movie, because of Adam Sandler, a deeply intense, anxiety-driven, crazy movie, it becomes palatable. Adam Sandler makes the whole thing palatable. Haven't seen the movie. Desperately want it's to. Very, as soon very as I have some time, I will. I've heard from several people that they couldn't, they couldn't finish it. Yeah, there's some people that it's too much. I'm, listen, I, I sat in the screening of it and at three different occasions thought about stepping out of the theater because That's I was cool. having a panic That's a cool attack. thing. But I didn't. Uh, best picture. Uh, we're already best pick? Yep. The best pick. Uh, I have 1917. Uh, you're going to say what I'm going to say that I have it or not. Okay. 1917. Have it. Little Women. Have it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Have it. The Irishman. Have it. Parasite. Have it. Jojo Rabbit. Have it. Joker. Don't have it. I mean. Hey. Marriage Story. Have it. And then, and this is, this is a big weird whatever, but I put Avengers Endgame on there. I know it seems, it's probably unlikely. It is most likely unlikely. I just feel like the most successful film of all time that was able to wrap up a cinematic universe in a satisfying way, I just wonder whether or not maybe there's a chance. That's a weird outlier I put a star next to it. Like, I don't know if it's going to hey, happen. Good for you for putting it but on. But I am I just feel like, I don't know. How many did you put on? Uh, uh, I think you only two, had eight? Four, six, eight, oh, nine with Avengers. Huh. What'd you have? Uh, you had a couple others? You had- yeah, I did, okay. but I feel like I had three different from you. Oh, because I didn't have Joker either. Okay, so I had uh, Knives Out. Interesting, which I could see that happening. I think the, that to me is the, my Avengers Endgame spot, which I don't think would have made it without its massive box office. But, very well, yeah. But I do think that that's kind People of – People love it. Yeah. It's got that American Sniper thing where they're just like, a great movie that made money? This is like yeah. – these are the kind of things that sure. Hollywood loves. Um, I think he could. I think he could actually win an Oscar for it, by the way. Who? Ryan Johnson for, for Knives Out, for screenplay. That's great. He could. Yeah. He could. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Um, Interesting. Which, uh, again, I did see it, so maybe I'm a little biased. And I liked it. Um, my sense is movies like this get nominated. So, and it might just be nominated in one or two, two slots. It's so long. But um, I think- Two it, hours and 40 minutes of Room Room. I was like, room, I, room. I was like, no. It's not a great movie, but it's just, it, it, yes, it, to it's me, it has movie. a, yes, it has, there yeah. are a lot of dads in the Academy. Yeah. Um, I guess my kind of, Swing. my my swing, it's not much of a swing, but now I kind of think we'll get nominated is The Farewell. Um, I don't, I, 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 the Farewell is a question mark for me. Aquafina winning the Golden Globe was great because mm-hmm. she's great in it. And it's a great movie, by the way. Have you seen The Farewell? No. It, <laughs> Uh, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, unfortunately, I understood why it got released in July. I thought it was going to be like the sleeper summer, you know. Which it, it was. Yeah, it did fine. It was the only indie movie that made money throughout no, the did, first no, nine no, months. No, no, I, I know that did well. I just mean in the sense that people don't really remember it. Mm-hmm. It's not a movie that kind of stuck with people. Um, but it's getting a little bit of, a little bit more of like a, a, a buzz going into the, into the award season. So it's certainly possible. Um, I would be thrilled to see it get nominated. I, I hope that 
the Joker isn't nominated? I, I think you're, I, I think Joker will be nominated. Sadly. I think I, I'm wrong. I don't know why I didn't put it here. I guess I that mean, is my It bias. got a BAFTA today and it also, it's it got been, a BAFTA nomination. It also got for a Golden PGA. Globe. And it, it just, it gets, it's been, get, every once in a while, it was Green Book last year. Every once in a while, this movie comes out that, that yeah. critics, now, I don't think most people hated it as much as you hated it. I think a lot of people were like, there's a lot there to like. Um, just like Green Book. I think a lot of people were like, there's a lot there to like, but like under closer examination, yeah. it's not good and it shouldn't be nominated. But there's still a lot of people in the Academy who are behind us. And again, didn't yeah. see Joker. Maybe it's my favorite movie of all time. But um, I'd be curious for your thoughts I, on that. Once I have time, two hours, sure. I'm going to watch – at least eight movies in two hours. But uh, I, I, I will say this about Joker, and I think it is possibly the most frustrating thing about it for me, is that um, we have Joker. It's like uh, Dark Knight walked so Joker could run. It's this unfortunate sort of ripple effect that we've had from Chris Nolan's success in the Batman series of seeing a bunch of these um, – you know, highbrow, how highbrowy kind of comic booky things. Um, this movie just, even just the clips that were shown during the Golden Globes, I was just like, I really, really detest this film. But I understand that there are people that don't read comics, don't care about comic book movies, and saw this movie and they're like, huh. Maybe comic book movies aren't so bad. Maybe we should start giving them some, you know, and, and now we have this. We have this like scenery chewing bullshit performance by a bullshit director who sat across a table from Martin Scorsese at the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable, which I watched on the weekend, and just fawned all over Scorsese, understandably so. But Scorsese literally was pressed to answer why he didn't produce the movie. And the long and short of it was, because why? Like, he's just like, I saw clips of it. Like, he's just ripping me off. Like, he he claimed that it was, you know, I try to get behind movies that I believe or filmmakers that I believe need my help mm-hmm. more than others. And Todd Phillips doesn't need my help. And he's not wrong, I guess. I mean, but then he produces Uncut Gems, which is great. Yeah. But it's like, he basically made it seem as though, like, that's a different that's from a different time in my career and I'm not interested in producing films like that anymore. But then he produces Uncut Jones, which is very much akin to his sure. sort of earlier films. So I it's like, that. he just doesn't like Joker. And, 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 you know, maybe he should have, he would have got very rich. He would have made a lot of money yeah, off of it. He's rich, but you know what I mean? He might, it would have been a nice jewel in his crown, I guess. But I, I just don't think we needed this movie. If the good thing to come out of it is that more interesting R-rated comic book movies come out of it, if God willing someone makes the Catwoman movie with Michelle Pfeiffer mm-hmm. today, great. But I don't think that's going to happen. So. Having not seen it, I stand by my thing from the Joker podcast, yeah, yeah. which is essentially, I'm very happy it exists. I get it. I'm very happy it exists. I'm very happy it pushes the, the bounds, just like I'm very happy the Watchmen TV ex- mm-hmm. show exists. I think these are important things. If we're going to be playing with IP, and we didn't talk a lot about the IP of cats. We didn't. If we're going to be playing with IP for the rest of our careers, oh, God, it I would be not. nice to at least be able to do exciting things. Now, I mean, the two comic book movies that are coming out next year, Wonder Woman 1984 and the you know Birds Black of Prey. Um, well, Black Widow, I haven't seen anything for, but I'm talking about the two DC ones. They look great. Uh, they look incredible. Yeah, they look great. They look incredible. Yeah, yeah. And DC is so much more exciting than Marvel to me right now. I agree with you 100% um, that they're willing to let them do interesting things with their IP. And I respect that. I, I watched Captain Marvel actually uh, within the last two weeks with my kids for the second time. 
and it's fine, but it sucks. I agree. Like it's fine, but like it sucks. Like it could have been so much better. I agree. Marvel movies generally play, and I love some of them, love, but they generally play within, you know, 25 to 75%. Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and it looks like Birds of Prey are just and Joker, clearly. Just going for it. Just going for it. And yeah. I'd rather these wild misses every once in a while than like, that. you know, the best being like, to me, the best being the Spider-Man Homecoming, but also I think the Captain America movies are incredible um, to their in their way. And I think Iron Man's really an amazing movie. And the worst ones are like the early Thors, but and I also, not that bad. I, but. I mean, I think Ragnarok is great. I love Guardians. Like, I get that Marvel lets people sort of take little swings here little and there. Little swings. But, but it's I, very I, safe. I, I agree. Uh, I, I'll say this just to, to to rewind back real quick as we wrap this up with uh, with cats is I wonder and maybe I'm totally wrong and I think I texted this to you the other day because we were talking about Netflix and their their flood of movies that are coming out next year or this year I guess um, is whether or not cats will be a cautionary tale. Now my uh, my guess is that it'll be a cautionary tale, perhaps on on the musical front. Yeah, even though there are in the two, worst way, there are yeah. two big musicals coming out this year, and we'll see how well they do. Which is in the Heights and and West Side Story. If both of those perform, then you know Cats will just be you know a, a, its own thing. Um, if they don't do well, I think a lot of people will be like, "Well, Cats burned the the musical bridge." In As the Heights, opposed to seeing in it. the Heights will not do well. Okay. Uh, if West Side Story doesn't make five hundred million dollars, I don't understand anything. Well, I, I think that in the Heights, you might be surprised. I think I think that that John Chu, the director of it, who did Crazy Rich Asians, I think mm-hmm. that I think that Warner Brothers um, understands diversity a little bit in terms of marketing, in terms of, of tapping into. I, I think that 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 musical. By the way, the, the friends I have that have seen it or that that love Hamilton or what have you, I think it's going to do fine. I also don't think they spent much money on it. My guess is that it, it was a, a, a relatively. Cheap I, movie. I think it will be basically. More or less ignored, but um, I don't mean that in bad. I, maybe it'll be great, but I, I mean I don't mean quality wise. Maybe it'll do great. West Side Story. West Side Story has will to make be, you think so five hundred million dollars and be nominated for Best Picture. You think so? Did you see Ansel Elgort try to sing at the Golden Globes? Well, whatever. I mean, he, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying he stinks. He stinks. He stinks. But it's fine. <laughs> well, it's also Tony's such a shitty role anyway. Like it's fine that it's just some milk toast, whatever yeah. guy. It's just everybody else needs to be at like eleven in order for the for the for it to really work. Spielberg's not going to miss this one. I I, I would not. never bet against Spielberg. I would also never bet against Spielberg finally getting to make the musical he's wanted to make for forty years. Yeah. So like, I'm sure it'll be good. I also I'm just like I. I it's weird. It's weird that it got made. Uh, it's weird the cats got made. My whole point on the IP well, West side story is actually good. So like West Side Story is the opposite of cats. It's very hard to fuck it up. And I love how much you hate cats. I, but I hate cats, and I don't even love West Side Story that much. But like, you I should have done Cats in the Dump. <laughs> I know, I know, I know every word to every song of West Side Story, so that it has that going for me. Yeah, I mean, and it's and got it's know. gonna have that MGM musical vibe. Like it's. Going to look incredible. I don't know what it's, it's going to be. I got to be honest with you. The thing that keeps kind of gnawing away at the back of my head is, I think that this movie is going to be much more of a a, a movie about gang violence and gangs. Nah, yeah, nah. You think that Tony Kushner is hired to write the screenplay to give like a big candy colored musical? Won't be candy colored. The original is not candy colored but it's it's pop 
corny. No, it's not. That it, it is about gang violence. Of course, it's, it's always it's, been about it's gang Romeo violence. Romeo and Juliet. I get it. But. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's always been about gang violence. But like, it's a musical and it's told through dance. It's just it's it's. I don't know how the dance fighting is going to go either. It's going to look incredible. <laughs> it is. It's going to be. I, I love your confidence. I, okay. I feel very strong. I know I you do. I feel I, very strongly I, that 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 West Side Story will not be fucked up by this team. Okay. Um, I'm not suggesting it's going to be fucked no, up. I know, I'm, I know. I'm speaking more to modern audiences, contemporary today audiences watching this movie and Spielberg knowing if, maybe better than anyone. I'll never make how an audience gritty. Just, well, I'm not saying it's going to be gritty, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm speaking more to sort of, if you showed like, have your kids seen West Side Story? No, I It's too okay. much for them. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying that if you showed a, 10 or 12 or 13 year old the West Side Story the previous West Side Story they'd be like what's happening like the the the, the dance <coughs> I, fighting is weird and i i well, don't know how it's, they it's, it's yeah. weird if you hate musicals but um I, it, it is it, like, i don't hate musicals and i think it's weird i can, they're they're not mutually exclusive no it's beautiful it's it you know it is it's ballet it's like that's what that's what I, that's what I, under, I understand it on an intellectual level. I'm speaking about like I, I you know, I have. Listen, you could be right. My, my daughter, my daughter's favorite movie is a sound of music, like every seven year old, and like I've kept wanting to like sure. move her into the MGM musicals. You know, move her into the you know this the Singing mm-hmm. in the Rain to mm-hmm. the American of Paris's and that type stuff. And I am a little nervous how that will play with her, but we'll, we'll try. And then eventually, I'll work our way up to you know, what's that story? I'm I'm very excited to see what Spielberg does with it. I'm I'm curious to see how Cats affects Hollywood. Um, my guess is it will have a minimal effect because no one learns from anything. Uh, tomorrow we are dropping our uh, series finale episode of our Freaks and Geeks mini series with Alan Seppenwall. He's amazing. It's a great episode. We talk about our favorite episodes of the show, which is basically all of them. Uh, and, um, you know, it's great. And, and I'm bummed that, I'm bummed that it's over, quite honestly. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, we got another TV show that, you know, that we're going to get to eventually, uh, which I think will be exciting and fun to do in its own way. But, um, yeah. So thank you for listening. And, and I love doing this, this type of stuff. Yeah. No, it's great. It's great. Yeah. We podcast like it's 2019 every once Whenever, in a while. every now and then we got to, we got to, we got to break the mold. And a movie like Cats or Joker or what have you. Yeah. You know, cultural I, moments. We'll gotta, always we got to, we got to talk about it. Thank you for listening. Later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.